Hello and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. I'm so thrilled to share a new mini-series here on the podcast called Spill the Tea. Join Molly McKinley and me for conversations about being intentional and confident in uncertain times and beyond. Molly is the CEO of Intentionalities and host of the Afternoon Tea Podcast. So in honor of our shared love of tea, pull out your sassiest teacup, brew your favorite tea blend, snuggle into your coziest spot, and listen in on this hour of togetherness. Get ready to hear us sharing ideas too, best practices around, and of course, highlighting our favorite people, brands, and initiatives, positively serving humanity, and sprinkling joy over their slice of the galaxy. Without further ado, let's spill the tea. (laughs) Yay! Oh, I'm so, so happy that it is Tuesday afternoon. I know, right? Mm, I'm so thankful that it's Tuesday afternoon. I really, I've been, I think I had my first experience this week with a, what day is it? Like, I haven't had that yet. But it happened to me on Sunday. I woke up thinking it was Saturday, but it was Sunday. I was, I mean, I I woke up and full on expected it to be Saturday and then had the realization. I was like, well, I'm so thankful that it happened on Sunday as opposed to waking up on a Monday thinking it was Sunday. (laughs) That would not have been as good. Oh my goodness. I Uh, agree. I mean, my days kind of like seem like they run together, you know, with the Australian client, I I find myself working, um, you know, with my agent, like later, like in 10, 11 o'clock because of the time zone difference. Yes. So, um, which means I end up sleeping later. Um, I used to be up really early. Um, so now I've been sleeping into like eight, eight 30, um, or getting out of bed, like eight, eight 30. And even that's weird, you know? Yeah. I think our patterns, it's its kind of like how I feel about Miss Lizzie and all of our, our sweet, sweet animals right now. It's like, we're all going to need to retrain ourselves. Once we know what the new normal will be, we're going to need to go through a very grace-filled retraining and reframing process. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, our, our animals, at least where we are, I mean, I, I don't know if it's the same at the Olmstead, but, you know, our dogs aren't able to meet. You know, we go out on a walk and it's like, you know, that human and that that dog are over there and we're holding each other apart and the dogs aren't supposed to touch. And it's so weird. Yeah. Well, our pepper is, uh, he's a blue healer lab mix. So he just, just doesn't mix well. He's perfectly happy on the farm and just doesn't, we took him for a walk on the tobacco trail because he's so content lately and it's getting sort of solid in his own like he's out of his puppy years you know so yeah yeah. um yeah and he lost his he lost his mind so we that lasted about five minutes he just he he can't go out with other dogs i mean at all i mean he just has to stay on the farm and and work that's his that's his happy place yeah his purpose it really isn't it out loud well, we found our place because of him, because he used to hop the fence and chase all the old neighbors. And so it was, it would, it was like, you know, we're like, this dog can't live here. He cannot live here. He is going to, you know, he's going to hurt somebody. And so uh, Stacy was like calling the rescue to like give him back because he, we had rescued him. And, um, and I was like, I, he, she went on, uh, you know, the rescue and I went on Zillow and I uh, found my farm. I think that's so fantastic. Speaking of um, working and wrangling things on the farm, uh, watched you and the chicken. (laughs) 
I feel like you posted a freaking cliffhanger. <laughs> what the what? Like, did you get her into the coop? Well, I was getting yelled at, first of all. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Shakes I, like, literally was like, what is going on? Did she get inside? <laughs> she did. Yeah, as soon as I put the phone away, um, Stacy and I worked together, and she was in no sweat. But yeah, uh, oh, I can imagine from Stacy's perspective, she's like, "Put that dang phone down!" I- <laughs> but, but so, just in case she can hear me right now, like it was so awesome to watch that and like bring back the chicken cam of course and it's so funny like like right before you were like where's millie i'm like where's miss mills like where is she (laughs) yeah i know that was so great you know i used to get hundreds and hundreds of you on that live chicken cam i would just sit out there and i I think the swedes do this they have those um oh and my son my youngest will just sent me that they have a live alpaca cam that they're just posting you know just playing because people need stress release. So every now and then that's all I do is I just prop up my camera and sit in the coop and just yeah. watch the animals do their thing. It's so, it's so serene. Yeah. I, I, and I'm right there with you. I think that it is very, very relaxing and I was loving it. I, I like literally I was, I screamed. I'm like, no, <laughs> she loved it. Did she get in? Oh, and the back and forth with you and Stace about what kind of chickens you have. Oh yeah, no, it was good. I, got, I got a lot of heat for that because <laughs> chicken whispers and more chickens. Yeah, I, well, because I okay, yes. So Stacey just said in the background, she says the chicken whisperer doesn't know her chickens. So the truth is, I I do I do speak chicken, and I am kind of a chicken whisperer, but I um I forgot. We've lost two chickens to um, the neighbor dogs, and I forgot that one of them was one of our Rhode Islands. But um, so was that a Rhode Island that you were chasing around? It was, yeah. And they're not that friendly. They were so yeah. we had um, our original batch <laughs> of chickens. Like we spent like every day, night with them, just holding them and cuddling them, and um, and so they will. If we come and sit down, they'll come and sit and sit in our laps, and they let us pick them up. And you know, like the chickens when um, you're the mother. You know, they, they go down with their little um, feathers like this and they kind of bow to you. And so like, they're really obedient. Like we are, we are a mother hen all day long, but the second batch, they're, they're not quite as, they're kind of the chicken. They're more like in the flock of the other chickens. So yeah. Yeah. They're a flock into their own. Yeah. So I don't know, but, but <laughs> they're like flock the humans. I know they're like stupid lady. <laughs> But I was dying, but that was so good. And yeah, I could, I could, I could feel Stacey's energy as she was like peering over her shoulder at you. Like, please, like, tell me, help me. (laughs) Get off the phone. Help me. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. I think that's so hilarious. I think she needs to do the, the camera holding and you need to do the chicken whispering, and then it becomes something you're doing together. <laughs> Not while well, one is working and one is playing. It's very Mary and Martha of you. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so uh, our topic today kind of piggybacks on last week. And last week we really talked about FOMO and JOMO and all sorts of things. So what we are going to talk about today, though, is gently giving no's and graciously receiving them. However, we have two things we definitely want to do before we do that. And the first is we need to breathe. And sister, I really need to breathe. Yes. So 
All right. Please guide us. Okay. So this is um this is a breath practice that you can really do anywhere. So um, last week we um <clears throat> and I have um there's so much pollen right now going in North Carolina. Mm. It's crazy. Um this one, you know, last week with the Nadi Shodana was a little bit more complicated, right? More of a yogi breath. This one is called green breathing. And it's really just um, accessible to anyone at any time. And the key again is when you're doing a breath work practice or pranayama, pranayama is just having that tall spine. Um, and so, so often, like you know, we find ourselves like hunching forward, or you know. So this is just finding that nice lifted spine. And if we can imagine this energy channel, or um, you know, this here, our, our chakra system, um, as a highway. Like the, the longer and the taller it is, um, you know, we're not having zigzags with our neck blocking off energy here and there, you know, or doing all these things. So just imagine creating this nice tall line so that the energy can flow cleanly and clearly. Um, and the green breath is really just imagining a circle. I When I close my eyes, I imagine a circle of trees or maybe there is a tree outside your window, or if you're sitting outside a tree near you, something that comes into that mind screen. And just imagine having this reciprocal relationship with this tree. So when I do this, I always imagine myself at my farm with my, my property is really circled with trees. Mm -hmm. So I take sort of my place in the circle amongst um, the sisters. And when you breathe in, the trees are pulling the air into your lungs. And then when you breathe out with intention, you're sharing your exhale with the trees. And just find this beautiful connective breath. So we're breathing in the oxygen, the air from the trees. And then we're breathing out. We're returning the favor. Maybe the breath goes into the seat, into the roots, into the earth. But we're just creating this beautiful, rich inhale and exhale but the breath has purpose and intention and the intention is reciprocity and it's just this, a wonderful way to honor and connect with um ourselves in relation to nature right so that we're not separate from from but a part of and reminding ourselves that the air and the trees truly are our lungs uh, on the planet right um yes. and so it's it's really easy to get grounded and feel small and our worries less big when we are able to have that kind of perspective, you know? So. Well, and what I love about this, this one that you chose is that we, we really have been encouraging others since we started Spill the Tea to get outside, right? To, to not be afraid of going and taking a walk in your neighborhood. And, you know, obviously if, safety precautions, whatever that looks like for you, yeah. uh, but really getting outside and exploring. And I, I don't know if it was here that I talked about plant snap, the plant snap app. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to share it with, you know, everywhere I go lately, because it's such a fun way to experience yeah. nature in your area. Right. I mean, if you're going to take a picture, take a picture with intention so you can find out like what that is. Yeah. And, and so this is kind of another layer to that beautiful, uh, beautiful recipe that we're sharing, which is when you're outside, like do this with the trees, like be with the trees. They were created for a purpose. Yeah. Just as you were. And, and I think that's so beautiful. And again, so I, spring has sprung, right? I mean, pretty much everyone I know is experiencing some level of spring in their area. And our trees are so vibrant. Mm. 
like, you know, the baby leaves. Oh, there's just something so sweet about the color of green. I totally that they are. Like it, it, Siri, it, it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how much I love it actually. But it's like, I just, I want to go up. Like, like I'm going, I feel like I'm walking up to the trees and the bushes and just looking at them and they're teeny, teeny, tiny, you know, they're little tiny, like even before they've even opened, they're like this wild wasabi and lime and it's so beautiful. And I wasn't taking, I, I've always been very present when I walk. Well, not always the last decade. It, you know, it's really, that's my mindful time. And so I love taking pictures and going, you know, macro and really sitting with it. But now it's like on times 11, 11. And the, uh, the ability to, in that moment now add in, I'm going to, I'm going to breathe. And then I'm going to, I'm going to reciprocate. I love that. I love the relationship. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yay. When I walk outside in the morning and, you know, to do the chickens and the, the, you know, the leaves are all, you know, like the wind is shaking and the leaves on the tree. It's like, good morning. You know, they're like waving at me. It's just, it's beautiful. I mean, I love it. Yes. That reminds me, there is one leaf every year on, we have a, a maple tree in our backyard. Yep. And one leaf every year grows in the perfect position that it does this almost all day. It's like, hi. Like almost all day. I can look out there if there's any kind of wind and it's like, I know. So I'll, I will be sure to take a little video of, of that when she arrives. Because right now, she, the leaves are like the size of a quarter. And um, they will eventually be larger than my head. So um, yes. she's still, she just hasn't burst out yet. Okay. Yeah. So we've, we've and I've, I've shown mine a couple of times. What's in your cup? Oh, look at you got a beautiful cup today. Yeah. Um, this actually is your tea that I made for you. And it's empowerment tea. And Yay. it is such a rich, see that rich orangey color? Mm -hmm. I love the so, color. Wow. I love her. She's yeah. delicious and she's beautiful. Yeah. And you made that for our collaboration bundle, the Moxie on Fire, which yeah. I, I think I saw Beth is here. Beth, I know she we need to put to, yes, we need to put together a new timeline. All this craziness, I tell you, uh, we we need to, to regroup on that. Um, well, I have been doing work on it, which has yeah. been fun. But Well, she also has homeschooling for four young kids. So it's the, those are, I mean, like for me, my kids are older. They're pretty, they're doing it themselves. I have to assist and sort of coax, but like, I don't have to teach, you know, where yeah. so many people are sitting there and genuinely with their littles having to, to be teacher and it's a whole different ball game. So she's, she's in that camp where, you know. Yes. Yes. There's, I, I think it's another one of those, you know, the grace on grace on grace, shake off any shame. I would love to be working out and I'm sure she would too. Cause it's fun. <laughs> um, I was talking to Christine George today, who's a mutual friend of ours. And she was talking about how her little one is not happy that mom and dad are his teacher mm. <laughs> and he's an only child. So he's no sibs. And she's like, Oh my gosh, like dear me. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. If I, I wish I, I wish there was something I could do. I mean, I do. I truly like I feel powerless in, in a lot of those moments, right? Where I've got friends who are are in set in a season that no one has been in in centuries. I mean, even the Amish don't see their families as much as, as we're seeing our families right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. 
see. Oh, well, honestly, I don't see mine because they're upstairs in their rooms, you know? I've got teenagers. And I'm like, can't you come out and play? Like, when I see them come out and emerge, I'm just like, I'm sure they think I'm like that weird needy mom that's like, oh, hello, how are you? You know, come here. Let me have some, you know, give me some love. Yeah, mama needs hugs. Mama needs hugs. Because <laughs> well, you're used to getting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hugs. Well, uh, conferences and events and like, and it's a stream of new people who aren't like, you're, you're not accosting when they walk out of their bedroom. <laughs> or even just having like a full house, like, you know, because we like we the three teens and they always, always have friends, you know, so usually it's not just my kids, it's my kids and their kids too, right? And they're, they're friends. And so, um, you know, our house is such a full house. So um, it's it's a little quiet for us. Um, I mean, when we, and dinner is a non-negotiable for us at the dinner table. Like that is like the time where we actually really take um, a lot of care. But um, I'm sure they think I'm a goofball because I'm like, so tell me about your day. You know, That's I was here so off it. They're like it's exactly the same as yesterday, mom. I'm like, okay, let's just hear it. Yeah. Are they doing their their um? Like rose and thorn, I can't remember what the other things are. Rose, thorn, blossoms, and blooms. Yes, that blossoms is and blooms. Yes, yeah. I'll eventually remember blossoms and blooms. Are you are you still doing that? Are well, you trying to do that at dinner? I mean, it's the same every day. They're like, "Mom, it's exactly as <laughs> <used> yesterday." <laughs> We're like, so "Okay, fun. we had to make we had to make a family rule that your blossom cannot be when COVID is over. You have to choose something different." Yeah, we all we've been we've all said that like for now what how three weeks. Them. Yeah, that's a good that's a that's a good personal challenge to throw down to come up with something different. I think that's good. I think we're even the people who kind of enjoyed being home are getting to the end of their ropes. Yeah, I, 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 I am experiencing that. I mean, I'm still loving it. But I'm this is also how I gain my energy, right is the quiet time at home. And so I guess I'm a rare, I'm a rarer breed than I thought. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think, and and it's clearly there's a, not a lot of them needed in in individual prides because there's not very many women that I talk to that are like, oh my gosh, I'm loving this. However, I have a dog <laughs> and a husband. Yes, and a very large house that has rooms where I can hide in behind a locked door. So, um, my experience is very different <laughs> than most. Oh goodness. Oh goodness. Oh goodness. Okay. So you've got empowerment intentionalities. I actually decided to go for iced tea today Ooh. and I used the spring. So I got the sweetest gift in the mail from you and Stace, uh, the new spring and the love. Thank you for that. So I, I blend, um, brewed it up and then I am a huge, huge builder of all sorts of things inside my iced tea. I don't know if you do the same, um, but there is basil in here. There's rosemary in here. There's oh, wow. lemon in here. Um, and then with a whole bunch of ice. So love delicious. It. And a yes. little mason jar thingy there too. Yes. Oh yes. I, I love drinking out of mason jars. I do too, actually. Yes. There's just something, I don't know. It's farmy. You know, I mean, I, we did it as kids. I agree. Well, and you know, what's so funny is um, I am drying all of our own herbs and everything too. So now I'm putting all of the herbs in, in mason jars. And so I can't wait to open up my um, cupboard and have it all be just that and not store stuff, you know? Yes. So one of my favorite um, iced tea tips is if you don't like Molly have a garden and where you're picking these things fresh and drying them intentionally and you constantly find yourself tossing out your herbs mm -hmm. because they're 
Funkadelic. They are amazing in ice cubes. So I have trays during the summer that are that literally have little tiny strips of basil and rosemary and old, you know, like when the blueberries are just a little too soft to feel good in the mouth. Yeah. But I make these just magnificent little iced tea ice cubes. Oh. And then when I make my tea, that's what I put in instead of just regular, then it adds flavor and it doesn't, you know, that's water good. down the tea. You know, yes. The thing that we like to do with those blueberries, we freeze the blueberries and then we stick them in our blueberry beer. Yeah, blueberry. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, it's actually seriously delicious. Mm. You just freeze your blueberries and then when you're, you know, and you have your frosty mug and your frozen blueberries with your either regular beer or just a blueberry beer. And it's, it's like perfect. Yum. I don't think I've ever, ever had, I mean, I've had blueberry flavored beer. Yeah. But I don't think I've had blueberry beer. Well, it sounds amazing. Is it blueberry? I think it's blueberry flavored beer. It's called yeah. blueberry beer. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't drink it so much anymore unless I know exactly where it's being brewed because of my gluten issue. Mm. Um, I tend to go more towards the ciders, but here in Washington, we have some of the most amazing ciders oh. and they're not all apple. They're like pear. And oh. all, I mean, just so delicious. Anyways, that's what's in our cups. Love it. We both have intentionalities. And I know a few weeks ago that you mentioned, like, not sure if we're going to be setting out wanted you were you were looking at safety measures and all you know all of the all of the things to make sure that anybody receiving intentionalities was receiving a safe secure package so what's the scoop any updates with that yeah well we've decided to start sending again um you know Yay. the orders are coming in and it was well it was just really one of those moments where people were saying if you can send you can't send you know um so we're in a clean space and um you know so we are going to send again, and we are actually getting ready to start a beautiful Mother's Day push. Um, because, yeah, our love box comes with a special intention written just for mothers. Um, of the two-legged or four-legged kind, they apply either way. So um, but, yeah. <laughs> you're so sweet. Well, and what I love is if you haven't, if you're listening or watching or catching the replay, if you haven't experienced an intentionalities bundle, one of the experience boxes. You're in for such a treat. Like, I actually think, I feel like I sent my mom one last year for Mother's Day. I think you did, actually. I feel like it did. And she was like, my tea's gone. Oh, hint, hint. <laughs> Which I love that, that she's hinting. Um, the But there's something so fun. I mean, it's kind of like the experience when you get farm girl flowers. Right? Uh, yeah. It's one of my favorite brands, yeah. Uh, well, Farm Girl just feels humble, right? It, it, you know you have Farm Girl when it arrives because it's branded, the box is branded, so it's not just an Amazon box, right? Yeah. Um, you know it's going to be something different. Um, yeah, I actually take the boxing experience seriously. Um, I, I love it. Um, I'm actually, like, we're doing our beautiful box together. You know, we're talking about other fun, beautiful boxes. Um, yes. You know, our designer Beth is helping um, Shelly, who often comes with a really cool project for her um, boxing experience for her upcoming project. Um, so there's just, um, I, I love it. And um, I think there is something so magical about feeling like that moment where you open something. And um, I don't know, I, I just, I love that. And especially with it, everything's offline or online right now, creating an in real life experience is yeah. 
is really where it's at for me. Um, and so I love having these conversations. I just think it's remarkable. Well, and I think the beauty is that it is an experience, right? Like we've talked about with Moxie on Fire, when you and I were originally talking about that, I, I would never have thought, oh, I'm going to work with Molly on my book. Like it wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't have thought that. It's like, well, what, what would Molly do? Like yeah. she could write something for it, but, but it was, well, here, here's what, how I want people to feel. And you were like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, well, let me just help you with that. And I think that's, that's the magic that we're talking about is it, it's, you have an opportunity when you are a creator of a thing, whether it's a book or a, or a tea or a candle or a journal or whatever it is, if yeah. it can go inside a box, you have an opportunity to create an experience. And I, even uh, the tea that you sent, the two bags of tea were in a cute white bag with intentionality. So it's like, I pulled it out of the, the mailbox and I was like, Oh, what's this? Like, it, I wasn't thinking, oh, great. Like some weird, like package has arrived that I didn't order. Right. It was, I knew exactly what it was when I, when I came out of the mailbox. Mm -hmm. And I think it starts with that, right? Like it's like the Tiffany box, you know, what's inside there is going to be good. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I just, that, that is really, it really excites me to think about, about that, um, you know, like, and for me, like where this starts to get interesting is because you start to connect into that happiness hormone loop of, um, of, uh, endorphins, you know, dopamine, you know, then the, all of that rush. And, and honestly, like that's where loyalty happens, um, is when we can start to create those happiness hormone loops for people. Um, and it starts with the experience, right? So people happiness hormone loop, is that what you're calling it? Oh, uh, is that, that what you're saying? That is, um, happiness hormone okay yeah it's called a happiness hormone loop okay. and it's a it's a circle of loops that all feed each other that creates loyalty and mm -hmm. it's science you can google it but it starts with sort of a moment of surprise and then you get a release and it's the same thing that causes addictive behavior right and so a lot of like marketing psychologists or you know understand how this works because it's what creates that um the repeat usage um, or the addictive behavior, Facebook and Instagram have mastered this with us. Right. And so we're all just a bunch of lab rats doing the things that they want us to do because they've created these loops. Right. Um, it's <laughs> true. I know it's really sad and true. Um, and that we, yeah, we click, click, click for the reward, reward, reward. Right. Um, that's so true. So. That's so true. Well, and I, you know, we've talked about this many times, but I don't think we've ever talked about the, uh, happiness hormone loop before. And I think that that, you know, it's, that's the science behind the process, right? Yeah. The, the science behind the intention is beautiful and real and, and, you know, data driven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I think that that's, you know, that's one of the beauties of the collaboration concept, right? Is that people are bringing in, they're bringing data and marrying it with, you know, emotion and experience and feeling. And it's this beautiful, a beautiful experience arises from that yeah. because it isn't a, you know, let's just throw that fancy looking diamond out there. They're, we're creating an entire experience around the diamond, the story of the diamond, the intention of the diamond, you know, yeah. what to think, you know, what, to, you know, words that you can say as you're putting your diamond onto your finger, you're like all of the things that, yeah. that encompass that product. It, it takes, more work, but it is work worth doing. Well, to me, Every like that's part of the intentional life is what you're saying, right? 
is it's moving out of that mindless rote behavior into a thoughtful, purpose-filled relationship with your things, right? With all yes. things. Yes. Um, and so like for me, even like ch choosing certain things like certain necklaces, right? The intent is I will wear this, you know, to, you know, bring me creativity or, you know, and using stones or whatever to sort of um, manifest that. Yeah. Right. We all have these things, which is amazing. That looks like your, your shield. My shield. It, is, it absolutely is. Yeah. And I've got, I mean, I wear, you know, a necklace that is my shield for protection, but you know, it's, um, but those things actually matter. And the more, um, science, um, starts to uh, explain why it matters, you know, like people have read the secret, you know, and they understand the power of intent and the power of positivity. We've talked about that a lot, but yes. um, the application of it into other areas of our life, not just self-talk um, is where things start to get powered. Um, mm -hmm. But before I forget, it's Mike Simonson and his book is called Hacking Happiness. And um, I'll put that link um, on in the, in the, uh, for everybody, but he's in our industry. He's a, he's a brilliant guy. I'm like Mike, Mike, like killer yeah. photographer, like architectural photographer really does cool things, but works for a data-driven company inside real estate wrote it. I think so. Yeah. Awesome. I love Mike. I didn't know anything about that book. Yeah. I mean, we've had this conversation many times. I just don't, it didn't click. So awesome. Yeah. Let's definitely uh, give his book a shout out. That'd be rad. Maybe I'm um, I mean, I could be totally making this up, but I'm almost a hundred percent, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, I yeah, see, yeah. I see Jackie's in the, in the stream saying yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Mike Simon's okay. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm not losing my mind, but yes. Thank you yeah. for confirming that Jackie. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No, that's so good. I love that. Well, and so we have this, this intention around creating these things. You have an intention oh, and you have an intention around intentionalities, which is just this beautiful <laughs> coming together of all of the things that you love. Um, so uh, before, before we move on, I want to make sure that we do drop the um, Mother's Day bundle information into the comments. I'll get it onto the blog as well so that people can purchase that because it's such a beautiful option for Mother's Day, which is coming up. Yeah, it is coming up. Um, it's, uh, Sunday, May 11th, I think. And we need a three-day shipping turnaround. So um, yeah. make sure that, let's look at the calendar here. So we actually have a real date. Um, so it is May 10th is Monday. Yes. And so that means you need to have it in absolutely no later than um, Wednesday the 6th. Okay. So they basically have eight days. Yeah. So you have eight days. From yeah. right now, from when this was recorded on the 28th of April. Well, um, that's good. I'm, I'm seeing yeah. I'm seeing in the notes that Mike is actually writing the book now, but he's done a speech on it. So oh, okay. um, I'm, I was thinking, I can't believe somebody in the industry wrote a book and I didn't know about it. I, I, I actually feel a little bit better now because I was thinking, was I under a rock? Um, okay, perfect. So we'll get that. We'll get the intentionalities information out there. Um, and, you know, we did talk, uh, we talked a lot about, you know, taking time and taking a step back last week and kind of vision casting and starting to go through a process on uh, defining and deciding what we want to take with us going forward, yeah. right? The, and what experiences we want to take with us, which experiences we want to leave in the dust, yeah. um, the mindsets, the work, the people, the posts, 
the, you know, the projects, all, all of these things that we've been, you know, schlepping. Yeah. I, I remember, um, there's a, there's a couple of movies that come to mind, but Labyrinth comes to mind. Uh, did you ever see Labyrinth that had, uh, David Bowie? I think I yeah, played like this. I had such a crush on him. I was a little girl. This movie was so good. Anyways, there's this character in that movie that always comes to mind when we're talking about like going from this season into the next season. And it's this, it, it, the whole, the movie is like a, is a Muppet movie. So Jim Henson did all of the, like the little characters, but it's this, this old hunched over woman. And she's got like a 10 or 11 feet of just junk tied to her body. And she's walking. Like she's walking, she's walking with all of this stuff on her. And it, I remember feeling such an emotional stress as a child watching this character. Hmm. Like, why doesn't she put it down? Like, why is she walking everywhere with that? You know, my logical side could not grasp this character. Like hmm. it was so frustrating. But, and now as an adult, I think that is so many of us. So many of us are hunched over. We're shadows of ourselves because we're, we're completely covered and consumed by all of these things that we're carrying with us that we could, should, and can let go of, but haven't. And so um, I loved some of the exercises. Hopefully it helped others, you know, go through and start to shake out and <laughs> look at their calendar a little differently. You know, what? one thing like to, to that point that I know, and this is going to be a controversial statement, but I love seeing all of the gray coming in on women. Like it is one of those things that like inspires me to my core because it's like everybody is showing up and stop coloring and pretending. And there's this beautiful, um, like I, there was this beautiful uh, sermon that I listened to at church that actually made me decide that I could actually come out and be a gay person um, and not have to like try to um, be something else. And it was about how we all hide behind fig leaves. And um, it was just this metaphor of, you know, like, you know, when we're hiding behind the fig leaves, then nobody really gets to be themselves and yes. the world needs people to show up for who they actually are. And so um, it was one of those moments where um, I'm like, I'm hiding behind the, all of my fig leaves are, you know, culture and society and family and all of these things that are really covering up who I am. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I'm going, I'm going for it. I'm coming out. And um, my, one of my dear friends, Ashley, actually gave me a fig leaf. Um, oh. Still um, framed in my house today. Um, but um, the gray for me is like that for other people. Like I see that and it's like you can see the, the COVID style of the week's growth, right? And it's like, that's who you are born to be. And I know someone, like when I decided to go gray last year, I mean, like people had an opinion about it. I mean, like some of my girlfriends were like, girl, you, you just, you were way too young. You cannot do it, you know? And, um, you know, I got a lot of flack and, um, but now I'm just like, F it. I'm, I'm going for it. You know, here's the thing about that is that you, so there's two things. One is be who you are, like be who you want to be. That's right. It. So your authentic self, it, there are people who, uh, I think I saw Kendall Young dye her hair purple. Oh, I love that. The like she was like, I'm gonna dye my hair purple too. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. And so this is, it's like, I think the point is if, it, like, be true to who you are. If dyeing your hair has been sucking your life out of you, yeah. if spending $2,500 a year to go sit for, you know, three hours a month and have your roots done is 
killing you more than it's bringing you joy, then take this opportunity and, and embrace it. Like it's a great jumpstart. (laughs) And then for those, for those who, um, I think that there's also this barrier and, and go with me here because I've not actually said any of this out loud, but there is a, uh, you know, we, we live longer and we try to look younger, longer than ever before. Yeah. And so there's this weird, like, um, I, I feel like there's this, we've decided that being young forever is the highest achievement. Yes. In particular for women, men are distinguished with their gray hair and their grace double and their wrinkles like, Ooh, so sexy. But even I find myself sometimes going, Whoa, like it's shocking when you see a woman in all of her beauty in her, uh, you know, third act and she hasn't had work done. You're like, wow, she's brave. Like it's actually a thought. Like she's brave. Yeah, I know. That she's not like putting bovine poison in her body, right? And it it's so interesting how normal it's become. I was uh, watching a show the other day and it was talking about how like white skin, light skin like ours, like like not being tan was revered until the 20s when Coco Chanel came back with a tan. She came back from Saint Tropez with a tan. And everyone was like, Ooh, that Saint-Tropez tan. I mean, products were created. And, you know, for a century, women have been laying and baking themselves in tanning beds or under the sun so that they could look like that one person who was an icon said, we should all look like this. Look how how relaxed and wonderful I look. (laughs) I'm, you know, killing myself, but look how relaxed and wonderful. It's all perception. Right. It's all perception. When you've got the Celtic skin, like I have too, like I don't tan, I turn into just my freckles just connect. Right. So like it's just that's cute. Become one brown freckle. I love it. I (laughs) I love freckles. Freckles are great. But I I, I think the point is is you get it, your women are getting a chance to see who they are. Well, like you're actually getting a chance to see it. Like they can't. I think that's so beautiful. I, I, I really, and I, and I want to validate that because someone asked me, like when I was deciding to go for it, I'm like, I don't even know what color my hair actually is. I've been coloring since my twenties because I was an early gray, you know, and I made the decision to not color anymore because this white stuff here, I mean, it, it was holding color for like a day or two. I mean, like really it does not hold color. And so I just didn't have a choice. But I'm like, I don't even know what color I am. But I was talking to somebody about it and they were like, you know, they had the growth, you know, like about to hear, you know, the COVID growth and, um, you know, it's total salt and pepper. And she's like, I just can't hate the roots. But the truth is, I'm like, but the whole world has roots right now. Like it is so symbolic. Yeah. I think we need to call it the COVID crown. The COVID crown. Yes, girl. That's it. Like that. Like the the beauty of that, right? I mean, I think that it's, I I was talking with a friend last week and she was like, I have been getting Botox in my face for 25 years. Oh, wow. Like every four to six weeks, depending on where she was going or what stage she was going to be on. She was like, I have not seen my face without Botox in 25 years. Wow. And there's no fake in Botox right now. Like there, there are, isn't a filter on the planet that can help if you're on a zoom, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so she's having a really hard time. So that's and I said to her, I said, are you missing out on life and opportunity because you're afraid people are going to see a wrinkle? And she was like, Deb, I am. And yeah. I said, 
that's work to be done. Yeah. You cannot sweep that under the table, honey. That is work that has to be done. And, and, and we cried for her. Like I, I cry, I want to cry now because she's been told for so long, you have to have a mask on. You have to look like you did 25 years ago in order to, to be worthy of being on a, a, a video, to being worthy of being hired, to be worthy of being worthy. No, you have to look like that. And I don't know who this woman is, but I am sending you so much love right now because we have to embrace our wisdom, right? And like those, those things, you know, that's, those are the lessons etched on our face, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's, we've got to embrace that. Well, it's changing the conversation. It's changing the conversation and we can, we can only control the conversations we're having right? We can't control the people who are out there who are going to be judgmental of whether you're dying or whether you're letting it go gray or, or, you know, there will always be people who have an opinion to your point earlier. I think it's you, you do you, like, I feel like I keep saying that over and over again, you do you. And then you find the people who honor your choice, who respect you as a human and your choice. They don't have to have the same choice. It's like values. I mean, those are your core, your core values. You don't have to have, you don't walk around with your list of 11 and go, okay, well, you don't, you don't align on all of them. So we can't be friends. No, I know your values. I'm going to honor them. I'm going to respect your choices. Those are the people we need to carry with us. And I think that's such a great filter right there. If people are judging you for letting your gray go or judging you for covering it. Yeah. It's easy. That's an easy thing to let go. Easy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And I think COVID crown is a real thing. And ladies, if you ever wanted to do it and you felt like you needed permission, now is your moment. Right? Yes. If you, if you enjoy that and that's who you are and that's part of your play or whatever, you know, like artist artistry, right? Yeah. Um, go for it, you know. But um, if you were coloring because you felt like you had to because you didn't want to be old. And that's the thing is that you have to, I mean, I, I love the idea of women sharing what they're going to do with that money that they would have invested. Oh, it's hundreds of dollars. I mean, I mean, a month, like it's, it's, um, uh, a ticket to Paris It yeah. is, uh, you know, I mean, after a couple of years, you're talking a down payment on a vacation home. What's crazy. I mean, this is the stuff that men don't spend money on. I mean, the bulk of men are not going to a salon and having their hair colored. You know, they, they, there, it's just not, it's not part of our culture that, you know, that is inspired. If anything, young guys are going to get gray hair. Yeah. I actually saw that the other day. I was like, I love it. It's good. All right. I mean, it is an option in the scale of hair color. So uh, that's what I really love about the, the younger generations coming up now. Like it's, it's such a beautiful thing to see them just kick all preconceived notions to the curb. And I think every generation does that a little bit. I, and I think that with social media, the ability to create a movement around a feeling or a, a, a cause that you really is just pulling and tugging at your heart is so much easier than it was 50 years ago. Like there, you can rally and wrangle and, and, you know, collaborate on levels that you could never could before, which is why it's so important that who we are on the other side of this is intentional. That we're looking at this time and using it so wisely that we can say, no, I hear you. I see what you're saying on social. I hear you judging me. I am not taking you with me. 
I'm sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> on purpose, right? Yeah. On purpose with intention. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. But the world, and, going to the world, as soon as things start to crank up, is going to want to pull us back into that. Yep. And the machine's going to start running and it's the, the not good enough or fast enough or thin enough or smart enough. And all of these buy, 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 consume, 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 because yep. this is how the economics of the things work. And yep. you just have to say, no, it's not. It's not. Well, and again, it's who is in your lioness pride? Who is in your pride right now? Right? Like, who are those people? We can, we can build mountains without having to spend a ton of money if we're, if we collaborate well. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can all do what needs to be done. And, and that's what I loved about um, throwing rocks at the Google bus. I loved how he kind of painted this this picture of you know, like the 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 creatives right now are 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 so they're they're struggling in this world. We we're struggling because we want to be able to give of our talent, yes, and and really do all of the things that are on our heart to do. Yeah. Yet we have to pay a mortgage. Yeah, that's it. And I mean, and, and other things. I am simplifying it a bit, but the concept of like we all do have a purpose, and there are ways where I can serve you in exchange for how you can serve me, and we don't have to actually exchange dollars. Well, that's the secondary barter system. That's the fastest way to break down the machine, right there. Don't get me started, because like that's where I start to get into my like activist mode. Right, <laughs> flock the bullies. Um, form of of um of money is what we need. Yeah. Well, and you know what, Molly, we could do it. There's nothing. I mean, we don't have to, not a lot of people have to make that decision Yeah. in, in, in order to create a pod that does it and sees what it feels like and tries it out. I mean, it won't be perfect. It, it probably will hurt a little bit, <laughs> but, but it's possible. And I think that's the beauty of this time and, and why it's so important to say, who are those people? Who are the people? What is the life I want to live on the other side? If that's the life you want to live on the other side, who are the people who are standing in, in and in unison all saying, hell yes. Yes. Well, I was like, having this conversation with um, actually Kim Lucky. Um, hmm. Her sister is starting to get chickens. And I'm like, one of the most unexpected things with the, our chickens is that we barter with them. People, we give people chicken eggs and then they bring us fresh bread and you know, we have chicken, we, um, we give eggs and then we get fresh mushrooms in return. You yes. know, this whole thing happening of the eggs as currency. Yes. It's like little house in the prairie. Do you I, remember that? I she do. would come with the basket. And I remember Mrs. Olson would like, look at them. They'd be beautiful eggs. And she would be like, oh, wah, wah, I'll give you two cents for this one. Yeah. I remember loving that as a kid. Like, oh my gosh, I got money. <laughs> I, right? I know. Or homemade soap, you know, so that we don't have yes. to have plastic stuff. You know, it's, I don't know. I just, um, it's close. It's close. And, and we have the ability to make those choices, which is why this topic is so important and why I think we're, we're going to be revisiting it in some way, shape or form from in perpetuity, right? Because it's so important to remind ourselves is like right now we can, you know, create a little sliver in our day to say, all right, for the next 15 minutes while I'm breathing in and out with the trees, I'm going to talk, you know, I'm going to have some self-talk about who those people are. Yeah. It's, but on the other side, it's going to, our work is going to get even bigger, Molly, and it, cause it's going to be about the reminding because distractions will hit and the hustle people will try and get 
suck people back into the hustle and there's no need for it. I know. We're all surviving just fine right now. We all have what we need. Like I keep getting <laughs> um, emails from shoe companies like DSW or Zappos or whatever. I like the new spring look. And I'm like, this just seems so ridiculous. <laughs> like who's buying the new spring sandal right now? Could we not be, could they not have shifted their, yeah. their message into like, I don't know, more of a Tom's message. I, I just, it seems like there are ways where they could be hooking people into, because I don't think people are spending tons of money on, on shoes right now. They're bare feet, they're in slippers or maybe tennis shoes walking outside. Right. I love it. Actually, and it's a perfect transition though, for the meditation I want to do. Or the, mm. I don't want to do the actual meditation I because I want people to do it, but it's the perfect segue. Oh, I love that. Okay, let's talk about it. Can we do it? Did you finish your thought? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I'll end with my tip on how to say no. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's do the, let's do okay. it. So the new spring sandal is actually your barefoot, right? And so there is an idea called earthing. And you can Google it. It will take you down a rabbit hole, but um, <laughs> you can thank me later. Uh, namaste. <laughs> so, but in all seriousness, it's called earthing and you take off your shoes because we're going to get um, electrical connection to the earth. And the meditation is to really just go find a plot of grass or dirt, get your feet in the dirt. Um, and I like to stand when doing this meditation so that you can really imagine that root system going down through the soles of the feet, connecting to the ground and feeling that stability, even, um, shifting your awareness so that you can feel like the weight of the feet starting to connect. And if you haven't done that, like sometimes like in a yoga class, people will like cue, you know, to like sit or to stand in all four corners of your feet. Yes. You know, and the way that you achieve that is if you're standing, you can lift your toes up. And then when the like the foot mounds start to connect to the earth, so you've got your soles of the feet and the, the foot mounds really connect. And then you lay your feet, then you lay your toes in, and you can. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So by just lifting those toes up, you really the foot mound connects. And so when you're there and you're just really grounding down, feeling that weight sort of shifting, sifting into the earth. And I just want you to again, you, this is a wonderful practice to connect with that green breathing, right? So breathing in through the, the trees and exhaling, returning the favor. Um, but it's again, sort of this, just feeling the feet in the earth, trying to see if you can get that sensation of energy in the soles of our feet um, and just stand there and see if you can be still, you know, and just notice when we're twitching our nose or we're shifting our face or, you know, yeah. and just body part by body part release, right? Um, and just feel yourself connecting. Um, it takes a minute or five, but using those senses again, you know, to start to, what am I hearing? What am I seeing? What am I tasting? You know, just so that you can start to let those things go. Um, but get outside um, and do that. So. I love that. And, and as you're walking back home, start thinking about all the things you want to say no to, because I'm going to give a little tip yes. on how to say no, how to say no gently. Because I know that well, for a lot of us, the hardest part about saying no is we feel like we're going to hurt someone's feelings. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to disappoint someone and leave someone in the lurch. I already said I was going to, so I should, you know, honor, 
honoring your responsibilities is important. I'm certainly not saying, you know, ditch everybody and leave them in the lurch. However, this helps. So uh, I've talked about the peace practice before, right? The pausing, mm-hmm. really examining, you know, where does this honor my values, assessing it based on what you said, what goals you want to accomplish. In this case, assessing, does does this opportunity, is this opportunity one that I want to keep in my life? Mm-hmm. You know, even as we're going through the the pandemic, but post, mm-hmm. like, is this an activity? And then truly um, choosing with intention and then executing on it, right? And the executing of the no is what we're talking about. The, um, the easiest way I have found is to say, I appreciate you thinking about me for this opportunity. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fit in my schedule right now. However, I have the perfect person for you to talk to. Mm-hmm. And always keeping yeah. in mind, see, when you go through here's the, it's so simple, right? When you hear it, you're like, well, duh. But here's the thing is when you take, when you go through the the peace process and you pause and you don't answer right away, it allows you to go into your circle and say, who do I know that would love to pack lunches Mm. for kids? Mm -hmm. Who do I know that has a talent and they could entertain seniors at the senior center? Who do I know? Who do I know? We all know someone who would be a better fit than us Mm -hmm. for the opportunities that don't resonate, that don't when we do examine and assess them, it, do, it doesn't fit. It doesn't yeah. fit us. And here's the beauty is when you slow down and you say, it's not the right fit for me. However, I know someone. The beauty in there is it, it releases the, the stress. It releases the shame of the no. Yeah. And, and the beauty is on the other side of that, the, the woman or the, the human on the other side of receiving that opportunity, that is their best yes. Yeah. And they've been waiting for the opportunity to pack the bag lunches, to sing songs and play their banjo for the seniors at the at the senior care center. And they haven't been asked and they weren't asking for themselves. So they were waiting to be asked. And now you've offered and opened up that opportunity for them. And so it actually is a better way mm. to live, to not take the wrong opportunities in. That's a selfish way of, of living. Versus saying, thank you for the opportunity. It's not a fit for me. However, I know someone it would be perfect for. And that that allows you to gently say no, and it allows them to graciously receive it. Ta-da! I love it. And you are in step with the universe of allowing energy to continue to flow, right? You don't create a block of energy. You just, it flows through you to someone else. Right. Well, and I find that, even even a step further, like if you are that, if you're blocking that energy, you're not only blocking the energy, you're creating negative energy, right? So what's coming from you is resentment, um, irritation, you know, fear, all of the things that are, you know, bubbling up inside you because you said yes, and you should have said no. Like you can eat, like you're, you're bringing so much more balance. Yeah. to our space. You're raising that vibration that we're, that so many people are talking about, right? Like we need to raise the vibration around our health and our planet and keep it going. This is a perfect opportunity. So, oh, another wonderful, fun-filled hour. That, that is <laughs> such good advice. And anybody who has stayed with us this long, honestly, that is all of our work. We have to continue to let something flow to someone else today. I think that is beautiful. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Any, any final closing words on your side or anything exciting that happened to you this week that we should all know about or celebrate? Um, No, it's just a wonderful week to start.
planting. Um, you know, we're having a, a waxing moon and so things are starting to build. So it's a wonderful time to get stuff in the ground if you're a gardener. Um, and, uh, you know, tuning into that farmer's almanac is so, again, like, <laughs> like people used to plant by the moon all the time and we just lost all this knowledge, right? And so like even just giving a farmer's almanac from your hardwood store is like, like oh I should be my grandma swore by that I swear yeah I mean it's like it's the coolest thing ever so um yeah grab a farmer's almanac and if you don't have a little garden start one in your back this is a wonderful week to plant depending on on your on your area but um, I love that yes I started planting I I do mostly grasses here because they I I love we we live on a like a ravine and so we get a lot of wind yeah and so I love the motion and they're all different, like the tall, dark, stringy ones and the bigger, fatter, like yellow. Oh, I love it. And so I planted a little um, meditation garden for my little Nico man who passed away a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And so now he, ha- you know, he ha- there's a little, there's little charms inside there. And now whenever I look at it, I, you know, mm. hey, little buddy. <laughs> uh, so that was a very healing way to spend a Sunday. I love I love getting dirt underneath my fingernails. It's I hate anything underneath my fingernails except for dirt. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So I think that's so good. Plant good. Go plant something. Go plant something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. All right, everyone. For those of you who uh, were here, are here live, thank you so much for joining us. For those of you who are listening on the podcast or watching the replay, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, if you've got something exciting, fun that you want us to talk about or something that you want to share with us, please drop it in the comments or shoot us direct messages. We love love notes uh, and we'd love to collaborate with you. So let us know what uh, what you're dreaming about. I'm I'm certain there is something that we have in our experience box that could help. <laughs> well, I love the idea of like, how do we come up with a collective currency, right? Like a new currency, even with the, the women in real estate, right? Like, is it based on our skills or experience or shared value or what, you know, but giving that some thought, because we all, um, you know, there's, there's something there, you know? Yep. I agree. I agree that that uh, the divine Linus pride that has been on my mind for years now, I think that's the biggest part is the, um, the dollar structure, right? That always has felt so uncomfortable. So uh, let's do some more talking about that. Maybe that'll be a topic in the next couple of weeks about, you know, starting to dream about that out loud. Some girl bucks. Girl bucks. <laughs> Lioness lair. Corona crowns, COVID, Corona crowns or COVID crowns and yeah. Lioness lair. Lara, Lara, Lioness Lara. I, I love Which it. is so funny because it's like a lair, like, you know, a den, but a I layer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're getting giddy. I'm I'm getting high on spring tea. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm ready to like go take on the world, right? So I love it. Has oh. some good stuff in there. Some motherwort, which is kind of an interesting uh, little yes. I looked that up when you told me that. I love that, which is yeah. so perfect for Mock Fire. All right, my dear. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for spilling the tea with Molly and me today. It was our heart's desire to provide a lens for focus, a place to uncover the opportunities that abound, and create a moment to embrace grace and gratitude as we celebrate the beauty that is swirling all around us. To connect with us, head on over to our current collaboration site, moxieonfire.com, and sign up for updates. That's moxieonfire.com. Let's all go forth and lead with love, trust, and faith.